0: Last year I spoke with senior photographer extraordinaire Christina Ramirez about being in a rut. I was struck by her openness and her honesty. It's one thing to talk about being in a rut after you're out of it, but Christina was right in the middle of it, and she laid it all out there. If you haven't heard that conversation yet, I'd highly suggest you have a listen before you continue with this one. In any case, we sat down again at Push Conference in Greencastle, Indiana for an update and once again, Christina had quite a bit to share. This time I was double struck. No matter which side of the rut you're on right now, this one will be good for your soul, my friends.
1: Well, I'm I'm excited to be here. I am.
0: You mean here at the conference here or here at the
1: conference, here with you. Just because of just it's been a it's been a year, Jed. You you're on my Facebook, you've seen. Yeah.
0: Right? Yes.
1: So I'm in a good space though. So it's just, I just knew, I knew, I was like, I hope Jeff's coming.
0: (laughs) Well, let's, I appreciate that. I feel honored by that. Let's, (laughs) let's start with touching on the conversation we had last year here. Mm -hmm. And then if you don't mind, do a catch up and bring us to where you are now. So So hit on whatever you want to hit on and skip whatever you want to skip.
1: Uh, I mean so do you want like a recap of last year? Well last year
0: the recap would be that you were you were in a rut.
1: I was in a rut and I knew and a creative rut. I mean yeah. that was something that I would was pretty open about because I was starting to really feel that sense of just being completely stuck and I had mm. no direction. I didn't know which way to turn, which way to go, which way to start. Um until my conversation with you, honestly, it just brought a lot of things to light. And it just, I mean, really, its no one had really asked me those questions, but right. like, well, why? You know, a right. lot of times when you, when you talk to other people, it's a lot more of the me too right. versus the, well, why do you feel that way? Right. And I just, you know, and so it was just one of those things that kind of put things into perspective. One, mm. how silly some of it really sounded. Because mm. um, it just sounds, it's like. It was just. It was almost like I was overthinking things for no reason.
0: Yeah. Well, you were kind of stuck inside your own head.
1: Yes. And but we tend as, as a perfectionist.
0: That's what happens.
1: It's it that is what happens, and you yeah. cycle through it, and you're like, well, and it's just this constant. Yeah. Cycle that kind of happens. It's you know? hard
0: to see things a different way well, when it's all it, surrounding you.
1: Absolutely, and that mm. is the downside of being self-employed too. Is because you you're alone. Right.
0: <laughs> right. So
1: there are no. There's no team meetings to bounce you know, things right. off of, <laughs> Right. we have a team meeting right. at eight o'clock, you know, I know my husband <laughs> works for, um, a major bank and yeah. every day at eight 30, yes. have got their team meeting, right. you know, like we don't have that. No. So there's nothing, there's no one to hash out th- those sort of things or, okay, today's agenda is this go do, mm-hmm. you know, so you're the person that's manning all of that. And it's hard to not be in your own head all the time. Right. And it's hard to also not just <laughs> straight up give up like I'm over this. Sure so after our conversation um you know i i realized that and then even just listening to it i listened to i listened to it like five
0: times (laughs) (laughs) i
1: was like wow this is i it was just such a like it was a mirror it was a mirror that i needed to to see and so it was good it was a really good conversation and um I know a big part of it at the end was just within that 30-minute therapy session. <laughs> I'd come, I said, okay, I'm going to just buy the lights. That was the biggest thing. I was afraid right. um, you know, to buy studio lights. It was something that I was... Uh, You know, I've been a natural light photographer for nine and a half Mm -hmm. so years uh, shooting and specializing in senior photography for seven years. Mm -hmm. And that's the other thing is it it does become monotonous when you're doing the same thing over and over and also shooting uh, for your clients and you forget um, to do things for yourself. And so, you know, or do you have the time sometimes or make the time? And so, you know, the studio was something that I'd always just been in. In love with, and was something I always felt I couldn't do. And after um, you know our conversation, we ended it with just play, just just by the light, just play. Even yeah. just that, just yeah. get out there and play. Yeah. Um. So that's always that. It literally stayed with me. So I oh. I got on the phone with my husband after. <laughs> our call and i said to you, i think i want to buy studio lights
0: <laughs> did you really I,
1: i'm not even kidding what I, was, did he say? I was still here i had i got to the end of the stairs dead. Like, come on i'm not kidding <laughs> i did i can say okay, like, how did it go you know because you knew what i was doing yeah. it. Pa, I said, well, how did it go babe <laughs> oh it was great um i think i want to buy studio <laughs> lights
0: <laughs> and he's like who is this guy I I i'm gonna <laughs> get him
1: <laughs> and he was like Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> and he's like, well, baby, if that's what you want to do. I mean, he's so amazing. Oh, a good man. He really, mm. he's so supportive. Because yeah. he know. I mean, he sees that this is my passion. And then right. when I'm passionate about something, I can, I flourish in it. And I know how to make money doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's right. not going to complain. He knows. <laughs> he knows. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so yeah, he's like, well, okay, well, how much is it going to cost? You know, so we started kind of going through that. And I says, well, right. I know it's expensive. And, um, you know, that's been my hesitation. But I think that's the next route. Like, that's what I want to do. And he said, "Okay, we'll, we'll talk about it
0: because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm
1: still here in Green. I was still here in Greencastle. I understand. So when I got back home, you know, that's it was the conversation that we had. And I got on the phone with um, John Scott from Roberts right. Camera, who is absolutely amazing. Yeah. I Good mean, dude. I could not sing his praises enough because mm-hmm. he sat on the phone with me for hours a long time (laughs) a long time just because i knew nothing i was literally like i know nothing like help me right um what do i need and so he made sure i had everything yeah and you know even down to the dimensions of my studio yeah and what would fit in there and what would work and what would look good and you know the sort of light setup and what was i going to use it for i mean he did the whole assessment and helped me come out with what was going to be the best you know, the best decision for me and the best bang for my buck, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. if I was going to spend the money. Right. Um. So I bought the lights. I did it. And that was it. And then that was it. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. I don't know. And, and so for me... Well, I,
0: taking the step in buying the lights... Was huge. Was the big piece for you.
1: It was a big piece for me. That and also just what am I overthinking for? Why does... Who cares if I start to shift my image around? Right. Who cares? Right. So then what I realized was that it was more than me just being in a creative rut. I realized I was burned out. Mm. And there's a difference mm-hmm. because I was over it all. It right. was just this place of it became a job.
0: So it was worse than what you even thought it, it was. It was
1: way worse than what I thought it was. Okay. Yeah. And I was just, I was just tired. I was exhausted. Um, I was, yeah. And so I, and I realized that. Um, unfortunately, for me, uh, I had you know tragedy struck. Mm-hmm. Um, I was pregnant last year um, when we did the podcast, um, and I, I lost my baby mm-hmm. um, at 18 weeks gestation. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, I was four and a half months pregnant. Um, And that was hard. It was the hardest thing I've ever experienced in my life. Mm. So you know, to to go through something like that, um, where your world literally gets turned upside down, um, I was forced to face things differently. And so I bought the lights, and two weeks later, unfortunately, you know, is when we lost her. And then the lights came in like another two weeks after that. Mm-hmm. So the lights just sat there for like months. Right. They just stayed in their boxes. And um, what I realized was the first step of really just getting out of that burnout zone for me was taking a break. I just needed the, a break that I had not given myself in nine and a half years. What did
0: that look like taking a break? <sighs>
1: It was a mixture because i was grieving yes so um it was a lot of just nothingness for me yeah and i'd been on the i mean when you talk about a busy schedule Mm -hmm. so to go from going full speed ahead busy schedule to nothingness i mean it was such a stark contrast and difference for me and you know i just didn't i think um had i not been a grieving process i would not have known what to do with myself yeah but i really wanted to walk through the grief right and um so i i was consciously allowing myself to just be in the moment of where i was then i was just i was just so it was just nothing i did a lot of nothing i laid in bed i cried right i you know watched netflix i wrote and i journaled a lot
0: you let yourself be very, very sad.
1: I did. And yeah. that for me, if you know me, anybody that knows me right. knows that I am rainbows and butterflies. Right.
0: Well, <laughs> no, you are, and it's I, legit. And I too. think
1: that when, even whenever, mm-hmm. you know, it was like, I, I, people were probably concerned because they knew that, like, oh my gosh.
0: Well, you're you able, know? you are able to, to, to see, you say the rainbows and the butterflies, but you, you're able to see the glass half full. Absolutely. You're able very to see positive. silver linings. You're very positive. But. Mm-hmm. Correct. Now, correct me if I am wrong. I am taking a little bit of a leap here, but I feel like you were in a situation where there wasn't a silver lining. No, there is no glass half full. This is devastation. Absolutely. And and tragedy. And you you were in a position where you could have lied to yourself a lot, right. or been in denial, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you let yourself grieve.
1: Absolutely. Yes, I had to. I think it was just. It was. I had to. Yeah because I'm also not the type of person to dwell. And I didn't wanna sit in that. And I just knew if I am gonna keep ignoring this, it's gonna keep resurfacing, and it's gonna get worse before it gets, and it's like, if this is the worst of it, let me deal with it now. And you know, it's been, you know, I don't even know how many months now. Cause I've just tried to, I've had to stop counting the days and the time and you know, I had to let that go. Yeah. Um, but it's been maybe nine months, I would say 10 mm. months. Mm-hmm. And, um, I still, obviously it's still very raw. I still cry when I talk about it. Yeah. Um, you know, so I still, I'm going through my process, but yes. I'm definitely in a much better space. And I think that because I allowed myself, Yeah,
0: you gave yourself, I room. gave
1: myself room. Yeah. Um, And I was in a really fortunate position to be able to do that. Sure. Because not everybody can. Right. Some people get, they give you a one week bereavement time and you got to get back into the trenches. So I'm also very, very grateful that Mm. I was able to take, you know, that, that is not something that is lost on me. Right. You know, I, I am very aware of that, um, Mm. to know that I was able to to do that and take the time. But it is something that I needed and I think anybody who's facing burnout, just, I mean, even if it, just a break, it doesn't have to be straight nothingness or, you know, anything like that, but just allowing yourself where you don't pick up a camera because I didn't pick up a camera. I let it go. Right. I, you know, I, I didn't think about what the next steps were. I didn't, you know, and I had business that was coming in. Um, luckily they are what floated my business for, uh, the fall was siblings yeah. of past, uh, senior clients that right. I had had. Um, and they're, they were literally like, God sent <laughs> um, to, to be able to help so I did it's not that I didn't work at all um, but as far as like
0: in a relative the, sense you correct cut way I, back
1: completely when you saw so in the fall October November time frame I'm normally photographing at least ten, maybe eight to ten seniors um, and I probably did like three or four yeah. a month. I mean, it was like yeah. scaled and even maybe not even that. Right. Um, it was enough to make it to where we were able to pay our overhead and we right. were good. Um, but I allowed it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't pushing marketing. I wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, I just gave myself that break. And that's when I realized in those moments too, how burned out I really was with everything. Right. And that's when I had the time to reflect and realize, wow.
0: So you have all this time that you're giving yourself Mm -hmm. intentionally because of really a few things going on. Right. Um, how, how do you come out of that? Like you're in it, you're in it for a while, but to me it seems like you had enough to grieve and be sad about that. It would also be very difficult at some point to pick yourself up or to, or to make a decision.
1: It's a decision. That's it. I didn't, I knew, I just could, again, I I didn't want to dwell. I didn't want to sit in the cycle of the what ifs and, you know, should have beens and could have beens. And I I had to every day decide not to go down that rabbit hole. Hmm. And when I realized that, then my days started getting, going from being dark days to dark hours. Hmm. Interesting. To dark five minutes. Mm, yeah. To I'm having a moment. Mm. And my husband and I, that was our key line. Are you okay? Yes, I'm just having a moment. Mm. And I would just allow myself to feel it. And then I would let it go. And I'd just wipe myself off if I needed to journal right. a little bit and let it out. Um, if I needed it, I would go upstairs. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm going to go upstairs. I'm going to go scream and cry really quick. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and I'd have my moment. And then just and so that that to me, but it was a conscious effort on my part, right? Um, you know, and everybody handles things differently. I don't think there's a right or a wrong right. way. Yeah, there's sure. absolutely not. Uh, but that's just what worked for me. And I prayed a lot. I got you know, mm. and um, I have an affirmations journal that mm. helped me um, in t- self-talk. Yeah, in letting myself know that this was not the end of my story. Mm. Um. And that helped me tremendously. How so, did you
0: experience your husband through all of this? How, what was it like uh, for him from your perspective?
1: He, so my my baby was, um, her name is Emily. Mm. And um, she was born alive. Mm. Um, She lived for two hours. And so f- I was with her for the first hour. And then the second hour they had to take me back because I was having some complications. Sure and he had an hour with her Uh-oh. by himself. And um, and she passed away in his arms. Mm. And um, I think that whew, mm. I'm fine, but when I bring him into the story, whew, mm. he's my everything. Um, that time I think is what he needed. He had alone time. He had his time to have a sense of closure that yeah. he needed with right. her, and it was, it was he named her and um, because I wasn't going to mm. um, because we hadn't picked out a name yet we didn't know whether she was gonna be a boy or girl sure so it was just it was too early you know we were just just starting to kind of get through that it was four and a half months I'd just gotten out of my first trimester and you know so it was we hadn't even gotten to that stage yet so he um, he named her and had that time and so but I think because of that, he was able to um be strong for me oh and i mean not to say he didn't grieve through the process because he did we had our moments together um but we we'd never been closer and um he's just been amazing through it all and you know and he admitted to me like uh, some of it he didn't understand you know we've just been very open and honest with each other um and so he's like, you know, I don't under, I don't understand it from your perspective, mm. but I, I understand it just generally. Like yeah. I, I can make sense of what you're going through yeah. and I can't even imagine that you know and so because of that he was just my rock i mean he just he never questioned when i cried he never got upset with me if we're watching tv and i mean there were instances where babies were being born and or things like that were happening and i would just have my moments of course and he was just very sensitive to all of that so i just got very lucky you know i and and i don't know it's just he but he's he's had his own his own way of processing it of course but he never really we never bumped Heads when it came to our own grieving things. So I think that also helped in my process. That's beautiful, though. Yeah. So he's been, he's awesome. And then, of course, in through that, it's the encouraging of okay, well, we've got these lights. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You want to, why don't you go shoot them? So at some
0: point it really did, for you, at some point it really did come back to that because they're there still.
1: Yes. It did, though. It did. It was like, it was crazy how it all happened Mm -hmm. because then I was able to say, well, I miss shooting. Because I I definitely couldn't say that before. (laughs)
0: Right. Well, yes. (laughs) You know,
1: like I want to play. I want to. It's like those sort of things were still there in my head Mm -hmm. as, you know, again, those days were no longer dark days. And, you know, then light would fill my days more and things I would have you know, times where everything would be great and, and it was fine and it would be, you know, a, a, literally a milestone that I hadn't cried and had a breakdown in two weeks, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. Yeah. So, um, you know, shooting really became my saving grace mm. and, um, even with regular clients, you know, just having fun again on sessions mm. and things like that, you know, mm-hmm. those, so those were the things that I had not been feeling with my photo sessions before, Right. right. um, because I was so burnt out. Uh, and so when I was able to, I busted out the lights for the first time <laughs> <laughs> and got them all set up and we got everything uh, situated and backdrops. And I mean, it was just, it was so, and I just the feeling of like, oh my, I remember squealing at the top of my lungs and I was like, Picture. Oh my god! Because I've been looking and looking so long, and like one day I'm gonna do that. And it was just like that's like this is in my camera. Mm. Like oh my gosh. Mm. So then it became like I got to do this again. Mm. You know, um, and it was an exciting thing. And I just kept that in the back of my head because again I'm a perfectionist, and I had to let that go. Um, and was the not everything had to be perfect i didn't have to have everything you know what i mean like the perfect styling hair and makeup artist all of the yeah. other stuff it was hey um i've got these this new equipment that i want to test out do you want to meet me at the studio at mm. three mm-hmm. wear whatever you want do your own makeup right And so I would have, you know, past clients come. Of course they're not gonna turn that down. Are you kidding Mm -hmm. me? (laughs) Mm -hmm. So it was easy to just get people in there for me to be my test models while I kind of learned and played with my lights a little bit and figured out within my studio how far the octobox needed to be. And, you know, oh, I have a black backdrop and her hair is dark and there's it's blending in, you know. And so I was teaching myself how that all worked. And just that process of it was so fun because Mm I had not been a newbie at something in years. Well, that
0: in and of itself is interesting, too, right? Oh, God, it felt
1: so good. Like, it's so challenging to... Because when I tell you I can go outside and I don't even have to think. Right. I literally turn my camera on and it's almost like when you drive a car and you don't remember how you got home. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't even remember me actively moving my setting buttons it right. just is and i start shooting and i just right. go right. um so for me to have to put a pause on it and not only with lights but then also the posing aspect of it yeah. because i'm not i don't have the clutch of walls and stairs and chairs that are randomly placed around in locations and mm-hmm. curbs and trees i have a stool Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and mm-hmm. if I turn her the other way, now I got to shift all the lights around. It was mm-hmm. just that process for me was like. It was very vulnerable. And I would even tell my clients, I am going to be very vulnerable right now because you're used to seeing me on my game and not having to think about anything. And I'm just gonna tell you right now, I don't know that you're gonna get a gallery of 20 images, like five is what we're going for. Right, right. (laughs) Um, But just, it was so fun to just be in that space of being new to something where it wasn't second nature to me.
0: But on the front end, it's scary. Oh, right.
1: so scary! But that's why I was afraid. Right. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, because I right. remember you asking, "Well, what are you afraid of?" I don't know what I'm doing. Right,
0: right, right. You know, but and- you found that once you were in it, once it was happening, mm-hmm. once you had like gotten over that initial hump, you right. bought those lights. Yes. And then after everything, and then you decide, well, I have these lights. Right. Right. And you and you jump into it. You found that learning again, because
1: right. that's
0: essentially what was happening.
1: Correct. Yeah
0: was an invigorating experience absolutely
1: it gave me a high that i hadn't felt in forever
0: hmm.
1: oh my gosh hmm. and i still get that because i mean what so that when i started messing around with it so i lost emily in september yeah. i think my first studio shoot was in like maybe christmas break time frame sure. december yeah january so it'd yeah. been like you know three three-ish months yeah. um And then uh, and so, yeah, I was just it was just like, oh, my gosh, this is so fun. And so I'm I'm still like that now where, you know, I'm obviously nowhere near getting out of that newbie zone, Uh but I embrace it now because it's I just I did a shoot like a week ago with because I love beauty photography. Right love it yeah. and so then i got into a space of well why not just try it you know When because I, I literally the question you asked me when when we talked about like taking well i can't post a moody photo because i'm not a moody photographer and you right. said well why not <laughs> and i what will happen if you do and yeah. i'm like
0: what's going to happen
1: okay <laughs> you're right that sounds ridiculous <laughs> so, so you know funny. it's just i literally threw all the thing it's not you know it why not i don't have to post it yeah it can if it's just me having fun why not yeah so i've been experimenting you know i, I shot on a pink backdrop and we got i made like candy glasses and we just i don't just fun creative stuff and right. it almost has become what has happened is being in that newbie zone, I started off with just playing where nothing was planned. I just had them show up. It was literally the plan was having no plan. Mm. And that was powerful too. Mm. Because then not only did I do it in the studio, I started to do it outside. Yeah, Like, okay, well, I normally shoot at six. Well, today, why don't I just try shooting at three? and see what happens.
0: So you took that and applied it. I to applied it to everything. Pieces, right? All
1: the things that I'd been afraid to just do, I yeah. literally was like, well, why not?
0: <laughs> right. Okay,
1: let's just play, come on, let's get out there. It just yeah. became like this mantra for me. Yeah. And and then what ended up happening was I started having photos that I'm like in love with again. Yeah, And, in, and it was my favorite, you know, my squill, I call them my squill worthy moments <laughs> weren't, you know, seven, eight months ago. It was, oh yeah, I had one last week. And it's just so fun. That's awesome. So, yeah, I just it's just been one thing. I, I'm tell- and what happened for me was that it snowballed. And then I wanted more of that. Mm-hmm. And then the, the feeling of being stuck in my brain, it's almost as if the yarn started to unravel a little bit. And then the ideas have just been nonstop. I mean, now I'm like, we're listening to music in the car, and I tell my husband, I pause it, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, that song? Yeah. And then I'm getting inspired by things that I've never been inspired by, you know? So it's just been such an exciting time for me. I I haven't felt that in a really long time. I really haven't. So, yeah. (laughs) Feels good, Jed. It's good to see see your face lit up
0: the way that it is despite going through something so difficult, honestly. Yeah. Um, My hat's off to you. Thank you. And I appreciate you sharing it You know, that's something that you could keep, but I think to share it, um, can be helpful for you, but my hope is that it, it reaches other people too and does the same. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I, I, I hope so too. And I think that unfortunately it's for, for many people because I've, it's not just women who've come up to me after sharing my story, men too. Mm -hmm. I don't know why there's this stigma of silence around it. Nobody talks about it um and it can be very lonely but it doesn't have to be because the truth is so many people unfortunately have experienced the same thing uh in different capacities and things like that but it all feels the same yeah and it doesn't matter at what point it happened whether you know it was an early term uh miscarriage or you know and i hate the term miscarriage it's horrible but that's a whole nother thing right um you know or like for me my they mine is technically called a late miscarriage but I didn't, have, my baby was born alive. Yeah. So it's like, it's just such a weird thing, but right. I don't, I don't mind talking about it. I don't mind sharing my story. Um, It feels, it's almost a sense of um, counseling for myself. Sure. You know, I guess just to kind of share and, um, and really, I think that I've come to the point where I don't want it to be a sad thing. I get it. So, and I have to keep talking about it if that's the case.
0: I get when there are the really horrible, sad things that you are tired of being sad about,
1: absolutely, yeah, yeah. and it's a choice at the end of the day. It's yeah. a choice. So I think that that's something that a lot of people can resonate with because we've always we've we so all of us have been there. and my hope though, as I've gone through this and when i even when I talked about you know transitioning out of burnout um here at Push. I told, you know, I, I say that I, I just hope that people are not faced with tragedy right. uh, first right. before you realize you're burned out. Yes.
0: Please, that's, a, that's a really good point.
1: Please don't wait. Mm-hmm. You know, if you see yourself heading into a space of burnout, put a pause on some things for yourself. No, do something. Do something. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think for me it's take a break. Mm-hmm. Give yourself that time to, to take breaks. Shoot for yourself. Those were all things that I was afraid to do because I was so concerned with my image that I had worked so hard and my brand.
0: Well, talk about it too. Yeah. I mean, just hearing what you said about our conversation having no idea that that's what happened honestly
1: right right but
0: just to talk to somebody about it
1: right as somebody who's outside your circle who can right. literally just say well <laughs> right so
0: well I always I always tell people because they know that my wife and I've worked together for a long time and when I and I say to them when I say talk about it <laughs> I don't mean to go to your spouse that's right. not what I mean and I also don't mean don't talk to your spouse
1: absolutely no yeah he knows everything but, but right. bring
0: somebody else into the mix somebody right. that you trust somebody that is that's worth that conversation right, right. right and that will give you the time
1: right or i can be a complete stranger
0: sometimes <laughs> it wasn't our case i sure was
1: and i'm like okay don't know who this man oh, my husband who's jed this man <laughs> that is making me spend all this money oh my word <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, maybe doing...
0: someday I'll get to meet him. Yes. and He'll just shake my hand very firmly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, and he'll probably thank you. Oh well. Because even oh. a, a couple of weeks ago, mm. um, I did a shoot out um, at the river, and it just I, when I tell you, my brain is just finally on fire. I mean, I'm just like I have yeah. so many ideas. And, right. And I'm actually acting upon them because before I was afraid to to do it, mm-hmm. um, but now I, you know, I'm I'm in this motion of like, why not? Let's just get out there and play. Let's just have fun. Let's just who if nothing comes out of it, so what? And if I get magic, awesome. Mm. Um, but I did a a session, and and you know, every session he says, "How is your shoot?" And you know, burnout phase was like, Ugh. I mean, it was all right. Right. So what's for dinner? right you know? right and this you know and so lately it's been oh my god it was so amazing mm. uh, so the other week a couple of weeks ago when i came back from a shoot and it were you know i called him after a shoot and how was it and just my excitement babe the pictures, I cannot wait. And then I cut, get home and I huh. rush to him and I'm like, you have to look. And it's like, this. he's like, Babe, I have not seen you this excited oh. in so long. Oh. This is awesome. Like, that's I'm great. so happy for you. And then as I'm editing, like, you know, and t- look, normally he's just so used to seeing, like, he's like, mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. Um, but just like, wow. And then mm-hmm. even he's like, "Jeez, that's good, you that's, know? That's great. So it's just been, it's been cool. So thank you, Jed. <laughs> You Thank are. you for our therapy sessions. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you are welcome. Thank you. I, yes. I appreciate it. It's an honor to be on this side and, yes. and to hear and to see really what's happened.
1: Well, and it can happen. So if you are burned out, listeners out there, mm. <laughs> um, pull yourself out of it and allow yourself, give yourself some grace mm. and allow yourself to go through the motions
0: I love that I love give yourself some grace
1: give yourself some grace that's good because we definitely don't do that enough
0: oh amen yeah (laughs) do this real quick for me tell people where to find you
1: so I'm on Instagram at at Christina Ramirez photography Mm -hmm. I'm also on Facebook at at Christina Ramirez photography Mm -hmm. Um, and the same for website thank you Thank you. <laughs>